let's go into this one experience knowing that it, there's no such thing as scarcity. We can yep. always do this again mm-hmm. in a different way with a different set of boundaries and desires. Mm-hmm. And so I took the the basics and I, and, that, and I encourage that. Let's go for the basics and really lean into those. I'm Alexa, and you're listening to That Sex Chick, a Soulfire production. Hey, y'all. Hi, friends. Happy 100th episode. OMG, yay. How insane is that? Pretty wild. Over 300,000? downloads now cool i think the last time i checked we're de- you know i think it was 260 a couple months ago mm-hmm. so we have to be over three hundred thousand downloads now that's good shit wow what a journey it really has been a journey um you know deciding to have the show and then leveraging soul fire productions which is our productions company to get the show out into the world. Like, I don't think we would have a show if we didn't have them. Well, you had the one podcast before it was years ago. Yeah. And you were producing it somewhat yourself while also using VAs, but it was just a little scattered and it wasn't like as clean as no and consistent. And I wasn't super clear on, I don't know. I guess I was, I was more or less clear on messaging because a lot of the ways that I have shows now are very similar to how I had shows then. And I have had some guests from those from yeah. that time also on the show now, like Kenneth, I feel like Kenneth play. I've done so many interviews mm-hmm. with him. You were the violet butterfly. I was. And the show was called kaleidoscope radio. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you can still access some of those shows, but they're from like 2017, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. When we it's first started crazy. dating and I was listening to some of those, I was obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sweet to think back, you know, there, I had so much conviction and so much, uh, I almost want to say there was like a, like a bit of an aggressive tint twinge yep. into like, I was a crusader yep. of sorts of like life lived this particular way and be bold. Yep. And it was like a blend of get off your ass and make something of your life mixed with, um, your sexual development is equally as important as your personal development. And Go get him, baby. I felt, you know what? It's really interesting. Like thinking back on that particular time, I, I remember being a little bit more, the thought of crusadery does come up, but like the political correctness, yeah, it, it had a hold of me mm-hmm. and that kind of anger almost like, like mm-hmm. twinge of, my way of thinking and believing is better than yours. Mm, like and, is very prevalent in the world. Nowadays. Yeah, it really is. And I think back on, I think back on the ways that I think that I think, think that I thought and what I believe to be true about life and about myself and the world and all of that. And I'm so grateful that more time has gone by, mm-hmm. you know, that was in year one. We're now five and a half years in Whoa. and I'm just, I'm so, I feel so much more empathetic to nuances and I feel more connected to the wide range and variety of emotions and human experiences. Mm. So I'm, I love that we have the show that we have now. And I love that I have the perspective that I have now, which is significantly more open though. There are parts of me that kind of like clamp, you know, contract when I hear certain things, but 
I think I'm, I'm way more easeful and graceful with certain topics and conversations. And, and I, I think, agree. yeah, now I just have this, have this understanding and this commitment that I don't know. <laughs> I think of Ruth on Ozarks. She goes, <laughs> you don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm committed to not knowing shit about fuck. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that you're just more mature, so to speak, and graceful and confident and open and curious and maybe a little less, like you said, crusadery, dogmatic. Yeah. And yeah, I think it seemed like there you were excited back mm-hmm. then in particular, yeah. where it was like this new thing and you were really committed and wanted to share and there's maybe a little bit of the chip on the shoulder concept. Yeah, and I needed the world to know that I am here. Yeah. Which is just so funny looking back. It's so funny. I read the things that I wrote. I listened to some of the, cause back then Facebook lives were all were the craze. Still cool. Well, just to be clear, that's part of what had me fall in love with you. So. Yes. Yes. That it was cool. Then like Facebook's lot lost a lot of its luster in recent times, but Yeah. yeah. I listened back to some of those things and I'm like, oh my goodness, just wait. Um, and you know, it's kind of funny and I bet people wouldn't be surprised to hear this, that at that time I, you know, I was in relationships, but they were kind of coming and going. And I, like you said, this chip on, on my shoulder, like this solo poly type living where I, I had these relationships in various locations, but they were really just to serve me and I could get space and do what I wanted with them. And I only went so deep with these people. So were they really being let in? It was just so funny. And then going through a period of time, figuring out my place and relationships in the world and what I wanted to do with business and feeling a little like, because I didn't have some of those things figured out, I maybe wouldn't be taken seriously. And then us getting into our relationship and pretty much immediately going into being seen as coaches together and then feeling weird about, well, we just started our relationship. What gives us the right to be speaking about relationships? We don't know shit about fuck, (laughs) but like people really loved it. And then I look back on that time and I just, some of it makes me cringing, but most of it warms my heart. Definitely. And now that we're married and now that we are professionals at it, and we're uh, crushing the game. We can take ourselves seriously and others can too. <laughs> no, I'm just, that was being fully sarcastic. I like, I mean, because we've, we've been married, what, six or seven months. Yeah. We're, we're. Now we definitely haven't figured out. We didn't then, but for sure we do now. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we don't know shit about fuck, but I feel. I want you to say that at least 10 more times. I just on this love it. Episode. I love it. I just, for people who watched the Ozarks. That got us. They know. Yeah. They know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's lots of memes and TikToks <laughs> about, about it. But anyway, yeah, I just, I feel more at home in what we do. Mm-hmm. We're all in committed in our partnership and out is not an option and all of that. And we're all in, in our business. And I'm so out is not an option when it comes to the work that I do. We do. Mm-hmm. I think people can feel that. So, yeah. So happy hundredth episode. Mm-hmm. Wowzers, Bowsers. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have a thing that we want to talk. Well, we want to talk to each other about and you let, can listen and let y'all hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the word like almost 10 minutes in and we just been bullshitting, which is great. Yeah. But yeah, should we cut the shit and get to 
the thing. Brass tacks. I want y'all to know that I got a conscious threesome hand job. Yeah. So you just go right into it. Oh my gosh. It kind of like when I had Hannah on the show. Yeah. And I just eked it out and eked it out. And it's like 20, 30 minutes in and we're still talking. Well, I don't know if it was 20, 30 minutes, maybe like 15, 20 minutes in. And they still didn't know what the episode was going to be about because I was softening it and yep. massaging it so much. You were and masterful. All of a sudden she goes gang bang. <laughs> and I just feel like I could hear everyone go. <gasps> Tell me more. Uh-huh. You know, Quentin so, Tarantino style. It's like just give them the goods and then trace it back. Entertaining. Sure. It's one way to approach it. Conscious threesome hand job is what I'm calling is it. <laughs> what Jordan calls it. So back, it was your birthday in April when I yeah. originally got this idea that I wanted to do a certain kind of experience for you. Mm-hmm. And then life was just one thing after another, after another. So, uh, we had your birthday right behind your birthday. We produced a festival, mm-hmm. which was really, we were festival mom and dad, mm-hmm. uh, which I, was super I guess cool. We haven't even talked about that. Have we? we haven't, we haven't Another really time, talked about maybe. it. Public. Yeah. I think at some point we'll grab the microphones and talk about what it is like to produce a festival yeah. and produce an event like that. Mm-hmm. And then after the festival, we had like a week break and then went into hosting a couples retreat that mm-hmm. eight, um, eight couples. So it was 16 people plus our team. So 20 people in a house together all weekend. It was and so awesome. That oh. rolled into the next thing, into the next thing. And yeah. so by the time I actually got to do this experience, it was probably a little bit over a month after your actual birthday. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of some context, I think, is that we, when our relationship, well, when our relationship, I'm like, how, how much further back do I want to go? But when our relationship was first getting started, I was very upfront with you about relationship styles and being curious about them and wanting to get it, get into a relationship that was not monogamous because it was the default, mm-hmm. but really what is going to best serve me, you, our relationship and how do we create that intentionally? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we've had full episodes that are on, you know, what does monogamish mean and that kind of thing. And so we went through some time where we were a little bit more exploratory, I would say, but there was some pieces of our foundation we weren't quite sure of. Mm -hmm. And so time has gone by And we've kind of touched playing with others and not and figuring it out and then really addressing our foundation. What do we want our relationship to look like? Then we approached marriage. First off, we had a lockdown situation that happened, which is kind of wild. That influenced things for sure. Yeah. It's like we're exiting the time time zone. That was time zone. I don't know. What are you saying? Twilight zone. Twilight zone. (laughs) (laughs) Time zone? (laughs) Central standard. Central standard. I I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm with you. Um, Yeah. So then we approached marriage and marriage. That brought up all kinds of fucked up shit, you know, for my, for for me. And then I kind of settled down and then I think it kind of brought some stuff up for you. And then we went into new being newlyweds, which I think we get to say that we are for a whole year after, we, you know, initially getting married. But mm-hmm. that just brought up like, I don't want to introduce other people in our relationship. I don't even want to entertain that. We're so busy focused on getting this big initiation process, yeah. you know, getting through it together. That was the main goal. Mm-hmm. And then posts like, okay, well now we're on our way to 
possibly starting a family soon? And how much do I, we want to interact and engage with other parties and other people? And then to what degree? I know that there's still interest in playing with others, but then after going through all of what we've gone through and for the most part being monogamous, Mm -hmm. only going on a date with someone, meeting them, going to play parties and things, but still it's only you and I that are playing and interacting with another person. I mean, sorry, only you and I interacting with each other, much less um, of interacting with other people. So it's been I've been curious about when, when do we essentially break the seal again? What is that going to look like? And do we want to have some experiences before we go into trying to conceive? Mm -hmm. Because at first I'm like, no, it's like, it's done. We're just done for a while. Will this ever going to, is this going to come back? My interest in women, will that, will it come back to me? Like there's just been questions. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do this experience that I'm eventually going to stop talking and let you explain the whole thing. Um, you know, I was just wondering like, okay, I'm going to, cre- I think I'm going to create this experience and it's going to be in this particular kind of way that way safely. And with a lot of intention, we can incorporate playing with another person and, and see how that feels and track our nervous systems, give ourselves something to, to like a place to work from and then see if it's really of interest to go on dates with other people and actually learn about them and let them in, in some way. And be a little more intentional instead of just potentially allowing it to re, you know, reveal itself and show up, which is fine. That's great too. But I know certainly for me, I think for you and both of us, we, it's exciting to have experiences or the prospect of it. And generally speaking, the way we live our lifestyle, it's not going to just fall in our laps all that much, if ever. Um, not, I mean, it has, so clearly it can, but I think there's an, a layer of edgy exploring that we're considering. And it kind of starts at least in this season with this experience. Yes. Yeah. So we, well, I, because I ah, was the, the leader in creating this mm-hmm. experience, I hired someone. Mm-hmm. So technically I hired a sex worker to someone who specializes in tantric massage, lingam massage, yoni massage. And I know then it, people hearing that often go, how the fuck do I find that where I am? All I can say is Austin, just come take a trip to Austin. Cause yeah. pretty much you can have just about anything that you could want. Mm-hmm. Conscious prostitution is all over the place here in Austin. You may not say that. <laughs> may I not? No, but I put conscious in front of it. You may not. So does the word, and this is totally I own that there might be some ignorance here. Is prostitution inherently like a bad word? You know what I mean? Or does it have a negative connotation or is it slanderous? It does have a negative connotation. I'm, I'm not sure about the word slanderous, Mm -hmm. but that's even a word. I know you. (laughs) Yeah. Slanderous. slanderous. I know slanderous, but I don't know. So everyone who's listening is sincerely apologize if that is obviously I was being playful. Yes. So everyone is getting, um, an inside look as to how we navigate conversation pretty regularly. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan likes to toe a line. You like to toe a line Absolutely. of political incorrectness and wanting to shock and awe with your humor. And occasionally I go, never say that again. <laughs> it's just funny. Cause sometimes he wants to do it when he's holding a microphone and things are being recorded. Uh huh. 
Um, Are you looking it up? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. A person, I mean, the actual definition of it is a person in particular, a woman who engages in sexual activity for payment. So the definition of it is not inherently. And I certainly recognize that there is a a charge there probably for most people, dare I say. Yes. So So I like sex worker. That's what they prefer as well. Mm -hmm. And also like tantric massage. That's, that's what we. Invitation to cancel me y'all <laughs> again. Yeah. I think after it happens once <laughs> it can't really happen again. Not cancel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where it's just, you're so ridiculous that it's just not possible. <laughs> yeah. Any hoozle getting back on track. Mm-hmm. I hired someone to co-create an experience. Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. I hear you all asking in silence. Mm-hmm. Um, and just so you are all aware, our little Frenchie is in the office with us right now. Hitter pattering around. Hitter pattering around. Looking at us, just wanting to jump into our laps. Yes. She's so freaking cute. I can't stand it. Her yes. face is ridiculous. Yes. Okay, little. Bye. <laughs> so I hired someone that way I knew it would actually happen. Mm-hmm. And this person, how this all went down. I got introduced to this person and then I, I reached out and I said, I would love to have a conversation if you're open to it. Well, I think it's worth mentioning too, that we have some friends that had an experience with her. Yes. And so that was the introduction. Yes. So we had, we knew someone that had had an experience. And so then and they had a great experience. They had nothing but positive things to say. So yes. there was that like referral street cred. If you yes, will. absolutely. And so what it looked like was I got on a phone call with her and basically we interviewed each other to see if this was going to be a good fit. And, you know, I'm sure she was, she was looking for responses to her questions that gave her the understanding and the feeling that we are solid and that we are clean energy, good to play with. And we have a certain understanding and communication um, level within our relationship. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine what it could look like if that's even mildly questionable or has a little bit of cracks and creaks that could be really dicey at the very least uncomfortable and at the worst bad, <laughs> just bad. Yeah. Yeah. So that's for sure. awesome to hear that. So then I had an opportunity to explain where we were. I mm-hmm. kind of explained the journey for us with playing with others and this desire, but us being in, you know, a new phase in life and in our relationship, you know, everything's cycles and seasons. There was a time when one thing we might've liked and now we're married in another cycle or season and it may be different. And so I engaged with her in a way, like I want, I would like for you to help us feel safe and comfortable in this area. And I wanted I wanted to check in with myself. Like I wanted the experience so that I could see if I felt differently than I had in the past, because in the past I, and this is something that I prided myself on. I get turned on when I see a partner of mine being pleasured by somebody else, but now you're my husband and we've, and this is the longest relationship that I've ever been in. And so like, do I still feel that way? I don't know. So I wanted someone that felt safe for me to see, do I still feel that way? Is this something that I'm still turned on by? The answer is yes. And on wanted you to feel my nervous system as well, be regulated yeah. and be present with you. So, and I think that we wound up achieving that. Our favorite place to shop for crystal 
glass, and metal toys is Yoni Pleasure Palace. Sacred squirters, cervix serpents, Yoni eggs, prostate massagers, anal plugs and beaded wands, G-spot massagers, and something Jordan and I use all the time and even travel with, our plush velvety waterproof blanket. Every product feels so special when it comes from YPP. It's probably because of the care that is taken not only in the development of the toy, but in the packing and delivering of the toy. When you collect, because it's definitely a collection of sexy works of art, when you collect a new item, it comes with not only information on how to use it, but to also respect and revere it, along with cultivating respect and reverence for your own body and your own sexuality. I can't sing YPP's praises enough to add to your collection, visit yonipleasurepalace.com and make sure to use the code that sex chick, all one word, at checkout for 10% off your order. And pretty please, if you share your items on social media, tag me. I'd love to see what you choose and celebrate you. So we had our initial call and then we put a time on the calendar that was after our couple's retreat, you know, the weekend after that. So we're decompressing and coming down. And, um, would you like to explain how I engaged you in that process? Absolutely. Um, and I think I'll just quickly go back to some of the things you were sharing around safety, because I think it's relevant. Uh, the transactional nature of the experience, I help support that safety or it's, you are providing a service. This is not so there, it just is so much cleaner that way. Any of the things that could come up when you're maybe finding someone on field or just out in the world or a friend of a friend or however other ways we might meet someone, um, this is like this is what somebody does for a job. And again, highly recommended and all the things. There's just a comfort and safety within that, which someone at first hearing this might be like, that's weird. Or, you know, you're paying for whatever judgments might come up. Certainly for me, before being in this work and having this experience, even I would have judgments around paying for some sort of sexual experience. Um, But in this context, I think it was just perfectly appropriate and really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I think I thought about that and then went in a different direction, but yes, absolutely. That was another reason why I engaged in, in her for this. So that we knew I it was all about us. She was asking the questions about mm-hmm. us and about what you wanted and what I knew of you. And, and it was very clear, cut and dry that this is what we're doing. And now, because we know the boundaries, we can deliver this really beautiful experience. And there wasn't like a, now I have a rule of reciprocity. Yeah. I also have to learn about you and deliver an experience to you, which yeah. comes with interacting typically with a regular person. Mm-hmm. And I, we knew She's not going to want more from us. Yeah. I was just going to say it's, it's a clean container. It has a start and a finish and we could very well never see her again, never communicate with her again. And that's perfectly fine. There's no expectation. Not that that will be the case per se, but it could be, and that would be more than acceptable. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think with like the pre and the pre conversation also, she could hear the level of respect that I had for her work Yeah, and, and how we were both going to be showing up from a really good place, mm-hmm. respecting that she has a skill yeah. and, and we're leveraging that skill and, and we respect and honor her for that. And it's a really, really special gift that she's giving us. Yeah. And there's no level of desperation or you're not trying to fix something or do something that you think 
I like desperately want or need. There's none of that energy around. It's all this just enhancing our connection and experiencing even more love and pleasure. And she gets to support us in that process in a really clean, beautiful way. Absolutely. And, and for her to, I think what could possibly come up maybe for other people is that sometimes the person who's delivering the service feels like they're just a tool in the process or a toy to be used. I mean, if that's the, if that's the underlying uh, sentiment that's agreed upon ahead of time, where it's It's like, you're just a toy and we're going to just, you know, and we're Mm going to do this thing. But um, we were very clear on boundaries and stuff too. And penetration was not um, available. Anything other than lingam massage. Mm -hmm. There was like very strong boundaries around certain touch, no oral, no penetration. Um, And so, yeah, it's, it's beautiful in a sense where like through this conscious curation and creation of the thing, then she knows that I'm getting to have this experience with people and they're going to respect me yeah, and not just use me as a thing and not just like you're doing a thing, but really I'm over here with my partner and we're better than. Mm. or our relationship is more than, or anything like that, um, for us. And it was very important for me too, for everyone to feel like they were equals Mm. and so thankful. So I've been gifted a ton of CBD products over the years. And quite frankly, I haven't felt much. I could only just assume something was happening inside of me, but it was never enough to keep me steady with the products until cured found its way to me. True story. I received some of the products and it was like, okay, we'll give this a go again, but I really didn't have much hope. So I, I opened the raw CBD caps, popped two of them, and then went about my day. And a couple hours later, I was like, no way. I think I'm a little high, (laughs) but not the, oh shit, this is weird. I don't like it. Where's the exit button kind of high. I would describe it as the lightness of what you might experience with THC without any of the intensity. I definitely felt something with this product. And to be very clear, I do not mesh well with THC. But I could get down with this, which was super surprising to me. So after that experiment, I now know that my accurate dosing is only one cap at a time. And with the one cap of raw CBD, I feel a calm groundedness in my nervous system and in my body. My thoughts don't race as much as they can at times. I am significantly more present and more inside my body. I've even started taking a raw cap about 30 minutes to an hour before sexy time. I often have a hard time with transitions, transitioning from one masculine oriented task to something else. And the raw CBD caps have significantly and notably helped me with more easeful transitions. I can access a softness and an ease easier. And that gets a big fat gold star in my world. And I'm sure it does in my husband's world too. Other than the raw CBD caps, I'm becoming a huge fan of their nootropic CBD drinks, which are brand new for Cured. Um, And I'm also so in love with their nighttime hemp oil. Needless to say, Cured has officially gotten me on the CBD train. I suggest it to anyone who will listen, especially people who resonate with how I move through and experience life. And now I know that the main difference between previously tried products and Cured is simply put, very high quality. 
jump on the cured train with me by visiting curednutrition.com. Make sure to use a code that sex chick, all one word at checkout to save. So bringing it back to how you approached me. Mm-hmm. So we were I going had to find out if you were into it. Yeah. Which you ab- well, <laughs> absolutely were. <laughs> of course. And, um, the friends that had the experience, the guy, you know, him and I very close friends, we talked about it and he had nothing but great things to say. And certainly at the very least, just pleasurable and that's awesome. And, um, the other things he had to say about it being more than that, or even enhancing the pleasure because of all these things that we described. Um, so I'm like a oh, cool and, and I'm imagining as soon as I heard from him, I, I was like, at some point I think that that'll happen. I just seems like it would. Um, that's something that we've talked about and been available and open for is just playing in general. So, uh, you know, when you brought it up and I was kind of like, we were being playful and joking about it for, I don't know, probably a couple months before I think you officially like booked it. Yeah. You would every now and then go, are you giving me, are you setting up a conscious threesome hand job for me? And I'm like, You're so ridiculous. Uh, and so then the weekend of, and I think even maybe the day of in the morning, you just asked me to think about what I want um, and how, how I could see it going down some, boundaries, expectations, and just really think about what would make this a perfect experience. What would be some highlights, um, some things that, yeah, that's the gist of it. So then that night we dropped in and I definitely felt a little uncomfortable. Cause you know, I'm talking about another woman who I've never met and what I might want to my wife. And there's so many judgments that come up around that insecurities, uh, not wanting you to think that I'm this overly excited, like I'm overly excited, hundred percent. Um, so that was just navigating that was like, uh, and I know you, I trust you, you set this up with no coercion or any of that kind of energy for me. So I just noticed that felt it. And you were very gracious and the questions you asked and the energy you were holding when we were having the conversation was really fun. It was funny because you were sitting, we have two couches in our living room and (laughs) one is up against one wall and then the other one's up against the other wall. Uh And I was on the far end of one couch and you were on the other couch, which never happens, never happens. We're always sitting next to each Uh other. But for some reason it just, you were over there and I was over here. I'm like, okay, well this is, this is where we position ourselves in order to feel safe. (laughs) And it, it only enhanced yeah. that there was communication. Tension, yeah. Yeah. Sexual it was kind tension. of sexual tension and certainly I was turned on and you seem to be as well. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I described some things that I would want to experience, how I could envision it going down uh, and some toys that could be involved, sensation play, how I want to be spoken to and uh, you know, that I wanted to surrender into an experience where I don't have to worry about doing anything. I'm being told what to do. In a sense, you could say mm-hmm. being submissive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what, what resonates more is to the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the leader follower thing resonates more. And I think in this context, it yeah. does. Two it was people more who like are I'm leading being, you. Yeah, exactly. I'm following and being led by two wonderful women. And so, yeah, we had a great conversation about that. I think we even had sex right after. 
And we had sex that morning, if I'm not mistaken. It was a doozy of a day. (laughs) (laughs) You you didn't have sex the day of. Oh, because that was the day of. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That was like the night before. Yeah, that's right. Uh We had a a two a day the day before. That's that's what I'm thinking of. Yes, we did. And what's kind of funny about all of this and kind of ironic about all of this is we were kind of arguing and in conflict after the end of the retreat, all the days leading, because we were just so much built up contractions to huge events with a lot of our effort and focus and things in life for building up outside of that. And, and then I'm like, Oh great. Now I have this thing and I'm not feeling super connected, but we just had lots of really tender, big conversations and emotions come up. And then, um, and then it actually really wound up working so well. I think that it helped really bring us back together. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we were kind of concerned at first, like we're going to go into this and our energy is not going to be clean and we're going to be in conflict. And are you just doing this because you said you were going to do it and you want to stay the cool wife or you want to do this thing for me. (laughs) Uh And we got to a place with our energy and it, and, and it took having sex a lot. Yeah. You know, like getting to a point where like we're kind of angry and, then emotions come up and then sex and then feeling a little bit more connected than sex a couple more times. And it's like, okay, we can do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then we could go into this experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I took all that information yep. that you gave to me mm-hmm. and I relayed it to her in a text mm-hmm. and basically just said what you had said to me because you had so many things that I could like this or I could like that. Or, and I was like, let's, go into this one experience knowing that there's no such thing as scarcity. We can always do this again Mm -hmm. in a different way with a different set of boundaries and desires. Mm -hmm. And so I took the, the basics and I, and and I encourage that let's go for the basics and really lean into those. So lots of sensation play and massage. I was asking you questions about, did you want to be blindfolded? Did you not want to be blindfolded? Did you want to meet her first? Did you want to see her? Did you want to be in the middle of it? And then a blindfold's off and then you see her. And what, how do you want her to do the blindfolding? Like how did I asked? I'm getting super turned on right now. Just recalling the whole situation. I can't help it. I, I asked you so many questions. So I'd get one little thing and I'd go, okay, do you want that thing here, there, everywhere? How, me, her, both of us. Like I just went in. I wanted as much information as I could get so that I could give you the thing I love so that, that you could fully surrender knowing that we talked on a high level. Cause the other option was, I don't talk to you about any of this and I surprise you. Yeah. And that didn't feel quite right. Not for this experience. Not for this one. Yeah. So now that we have like this foundation, I can take some of the information sporadically here, or there about your fantasies or desires or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I have more to work with if I do want to surprise you, but this felt, it felt better and just getting a couple high level details and running with it, mm-hmm. it felt better to ask you very specifics because I knew that that would lead us to feeling safe. Yeah. And, and for me, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I haven't played with him with another person in a really long time. And they, and the times that we had were some things were a little bit off and it's usually after a party and but this was just totally different. And so yeah. I wanted to know what I was doing and like be able to fully surrender into the role of knowing what I was doing so that I wasn't so much in my head yeah. so that I, I could also be present in the role that I was playing. And I love one thing I want to point out that you pointed out when we were building up to the experience was how hot it was to just talk about it. Uh, and something for people listening that 
is an important thing to note. Just talking about things, and I've said this before, but sometimes the greatest gift is being able to just have the conversation. Whether that thing ever even happens, obviously in this case, we knew it was happening and we we're preparing for it. But if you're just able to even have curious conversations, that's you know around the concept of monogamish and just being open on any level to be safe, to explore some curiosity just with conversation, that is incredibly erotic and energizing. And so that was, you know, obviously the couple hours itself was incredible. It was the climax to be clear. uh, And just the buildup was amazing. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those conversations are, of course, very informative. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I didn't realize that you wanted this thing. It's also informative in a sense of you're going to become like people's triggers are going to come up and be very present pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And like what they actually really want and desire Mm -hmm. typically comes up pretty quickly as well. Yeah. So, so it might not be all rainbows and butterflies. Yeah, it may but, not be. And that's the point of the conversations yeah. have, have a million of them before you're just in the thing yeah. that comes up in the charge situation. I yeah. mean, I think people know, especially if they've been listening to the show for a while that we are having these kinds of conversations all the time mm-hmm. ad nauseum, you know, like where we talk about this all the time, we're, we're prepping to go to Burning Man again this year. And this is going to be a whole other slew of conversation mm-hmm. that we have in order to determine boundaries and desires and things for, for that experience, because going to Burning Man, literally anything is possible. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that you can and can't imagine every day for nine days, Uh all day. (laughs) (laughs) Still going strong over here. Y'all everyday dose has helped me transition off of coffee and into more presence, less angst and more sustainable energy in my life with a third of the caffeine compared to coffee. This mushroom blend features sun theanine, lion's mane, chaga, and collagen protein. And it actually tastes great. Ready to kick coffee with me, but keep the yummy morning bev? Go to everydaydose.com. Code that sex chick for savings at checkout, even if the items you are purchasing are already discounted. Yeah, baby. Everydaydose.com. Okay. So back to this one, I relayed all this information to to her and told her the place that we were in, in our relationship and the type of language that you would like to hear and how you would like to hear it. And all of that, um, we decided to book a hotel. So we stayed at a hotel here in Austin and, um, set a time and a date for that. So we set seven 30. And so we got checked into the hotel and, um, I think we sat at the bar for 30 minutes or so, 40, 45 minutes and had a drink and one single drink and just chatted with each other every now, like about other things. And then every so often about the thing that we were about to do. And then eventually I got a, a text from her that she was in the lobby. So then I left Jordan, you I left, left you me all alone at the bar, at the bar to just stew <laughs> while I went up because this is the first time I was meeting her in person. Mm-hmm. I went up with her and um, got to know her, got to hug her, be in her energy and space, breathe with her a little bit, and then fill her in with you know any other additional pieces of information that I'd gotten from you while sitting at the bar. And I was down there by my damn self for 20 minutes. No, 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 no. Over 30 minutes. No, it wasn't. Alexa Nicole. Bowditch, it was. <laughs> And that's fine. It was part of the anticipation. Yeah. 
Yes. So we, I like asked you right before I left about the blindfold again Mm -hmm. and what, how you wanted this to go down. And you were like, I think I want to be blindfolded pretty much right away. Yeah. Yeah. And so I set all the things up with her. I had a bunch of flameless led candles that I brought. So I had all the candles laid out and we made the room, her and I made the room a vibe uh, for him to enter. Just funny because we made, we set all these things up to create a vibe. And then put a blindfold on him as soon as he walked into the door. But and I can feel it. I you can could feel, feel the it. intention. And it was energy. for us too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk about when I text you to come up? Yep. So you text me to come up and <laughs> it's funny. Someone sat next to me at the bar and we actually ended up having a conversation for a while. And she was, she was definitely flirting with me a little bit. Uh-huh. And, and I referenced that, you know, my wife is upstairs creating an experience for me. And she's like, Oh, really? And she was intrigued for sure. But in any case, I had some company while I was waiting, which was nice. And so I get upstairs and knock on the door. How'd you feel knocking on the door? uh, Awkward a little, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) And I heard the the speaker turn on. It was way too fucking loud. And then I felt like this, I I imagined a little panic energy, mild, but on the other side and then turning it down to make sure that it was right. And yeah, I connected. uh I was like, Oh, I need to connect to the speaker before he comes up here, before he walks in. (laughs) And as the music's playing from my phone and then it transitions to the speaker, it just blasts, (laughs) which was cute. (laughs) I giggled to myself. And so you open the door and you let me in. Mm -hmm. She was in the closet. (laughs) That's funny. She was hanging out like around the corner in the closet. Mm -hmm. And you stopped me as soon as I walked in and I don't know, gave me a hug and a kiss, gave me the blindfold, put it on. And then the experience began mm-hmm. and you walked me into the middle of the room and y'all, I don't remember exactly what was said and exactly how it very first started, but you rubbed me or like kind of tickling me. And then I felt another energy behind me that started doing a little bit of the same. And, um, you know, she said some things around, I don't remember explicitly, but she opened the container, mm-hmm. like very playfully introduced herself without even explicitly introducing herself. And, uh, and then the experience, yeah, again, yeah. began. She basically laid out. So for our time together, we're going to do X, Y, Z, which feels so safe. Cause yes. like, we're going to take you on an experience and a journey. And the only thing that you need to do that is a requirement for you is to relax and enjoy. And this is where we're going to go for about 45 minutes. And it's like all these pieces of information that feels so calming to the nervous system. We're going to do this. I'm going to ask your consent along the way. It was just so profesh. Yes. You can tell she's knows what she's doing and she's great at it. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we started with just touching you everywhere with your clothes on. Mm-hmm. And she asked, is it okay if I, and then eventually I moved around to the back side of you. She moved to the front side of you. And it's like, you don't even know who's where, no. you know? And then <clears throat> she asks you, can I, can, can we start taking your clothes off? And then mm-hmm. we start taking your clothes off. And then she wound up doing the reveal uh-huh. of taking your pants off, uh-huh. which was fun. Yeah. I'm getting oh, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> and and all the while I'm getting just very loved on in all the ways. Uh words of affirmation, which I love all the love languages, but words of affirmation is as you're, good or better than any of them. You're with your you know, your wife's behind you and is like like tickling you and loving you. Mm. And then all of a sudden you have another woman kneeling before uh-huh. you and just goes, Wow, to, <laughs> to your cock. Yes. Like, <laughs> She's like, oh my God, you're already hard. 
Yeah, I am. <laughs> How could I not be? <laughs> and yeah, and like commenting on my muscles and and what was great about it uh, the whole time it felt certainly there's a little bit of kind of cheesiness. I almost liken it even to what I've seen in porn where it feels a, a little performative. Performative. However, that being said, it also felt very authentic sincere it's very sincere um she even throughout it like referenced some stuff on my instagram it, it felt like she actually we did a little we bit were. of homework and knew who i slash we were and so it made it all the more special um it made me feel special yeah yeah <laughs> and i told her what to tell you die yes I no she she had bit. she had a whole repertoire a whole arsenal of mm. language and words to use but i told her what i thought you might really enjoy hearing the most yeah. and i was like he's very much a physical touch words of affirmation guy <laughs> and so this is like his favorite thing mm. basically ever <laughs> and i also i instructed or i gave her the guidance rather of you know some of the crunchiness that we'd been going through had to do with enoughness mm. and just you feeling like you're trying really hard and coming up against like walls or something in life or in relationship that it's not good enough or that you're, you know, you're, you're afraid at times that you're going to fail your family and that you'd gone through, you'd been going through some emotions about your physical body and some of it, you know, you, you taking so much care for it um, and wanting to move it and, and, for the most, the majority of your life, mm -hmm. your body has been your temple and you've treated it as such. And, you, and you've just had a really great relationship, I think, with your strength and your body and all of that. And how recently some of it has felt painful and some yeah. of it has felt like it's failing you in mm -hmm. some ways. And this, the, all of this feeling had just created some emotion mm -hmm. and some bigness in our relationship. And so I shared some of those things with her. So, and I instructed, I said, you know, I want him to feel so worthy of this love and so worthy of this attention and worthy of pleasure. And I want him to feel pleasure in this body that is feeling kind of crunchy and maybe crickety or even a little bit painful. Um, and so I, I told her those things um, ahead of time. No. Oh. Getting a little emotional. Oh. Yeah, the day before when we were navigating crunchiness, <laughs> uh, I'm not a crier. No, and, I've only seen you cry like two times. And not because Three. I am not okay with it. I, I would like to cry more. It feels like a, yeah. a great release when it does happen, but they're few and far between. And when we were just dropping in and for a few hours or a couple hours at least, uh, I got emotional and shed some tears around what you were describing and, and my body. And it's been the past month in particular has been a lot of things going on in life. And I haven't been as consistent with exercise and sleep and eating and just the things that, and relatively speaking, still pretty damn good, pretty damn good. Even when I'm you know, not at my best or at my worst. Um, that being said, I, I think it was a recognition that my efforts, yes, I can increase them commit to a higher baseline level of fitness and functional movement, all these kind of things. And I'm 34 years old 
and my body's not getting stronger per se. Like it's kind of, yeah. So anyway, all that was hitting me. And so to, in that container, be reflected of how beautiful and worthy and strong and all these things I am in the midst of this touch and attention and affection was like so healing and just uh, nourishing. Mm. Yeah. So then I laid on the bed. Yeah. We laid you down eventually on your belly and then did sensual massage and touched you everywhere on your backside and started bringing in the sensual implements like Mm -hmm. feathers. We had, you know, a lavender kind of essential oil massage oil that we used. And then we had feather. We were already blindfolded. And then there was the pinwheel and light touch, deep touch. That the like Wolverine glove, a vampire glove, vampire glove that has little tiny spikes all over. Mm -hmm. It's a a glove that you put on and it's pretty gnarly looking and it feels kind of gnarly, but really good. Yeah. So it's like, you're getting like lots of little tiny pinprick scratches. Yeah. Yeah. So you, um, a lot of people will rub the vampire glove and then right behind it, the fur glove so that you're getting one sensation followed by a soft, pleasurable sensation. So you kind of like inspire all of the nerve endings and Mm -hmm. then kind of tickle them all, get them awake and then put something really lovely and soft behind it. Um, great combinations. Yeah. Yeah, And she continued to check in throughout. How is this? But not overly so, which was nice too. So I wasn't, I could be just in my body and not have to be thinking about what should I say or just not having to be in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Instructing breaths. Yep. Every so often, let's all take a deep breath in together, which kept Um, us all synced up. mm -hmm. And eventually we flipped you over Mm -hmm. and worked on massaging and touching all of the parts of your body, kind of making our way eventually into your groin area, but that we didn't touch that for a while, just touching everything else. And then I knew at some point and you had entrusted me, you're like, at some point you'll know when it's right and you'll, you can take the blindfold off of me. And I knew like I would check in and I like teased it every so often. I was like, well, at some point we're going to have to take that blindfold off Uh of you. You know, it's fun. Yeah. And that was like the, the highlight for me was when we actually did take the blindfold off of you because I lit uh, a massage oil candle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hot candle wax is something that's a, that's a sensation play thing, but some people think that's super edgy. And it is if you're using traditional candle wax. So traditional really hot candle wax (laughs) can burn you, especially if you're pouring from a close distance. Yep. So, but there's low melting point oils that are, you know, and some people who are listening to this are like, oh my God, I didn't even know this. So you're welcome. (laughs) So there's candles that are made that are massage oil that when it's cooled, it's solid. And so as soon as you light it, it melts very quickly and it doesn't stay super hot. So if you just pour, you know, that from a little bit further away, it still gives the intensity because it's like a quick little heat temperature play. Yeah. But it cools very quickly, but because, um, it's on your skin, it can stay melted and not get hard. And so So then it just adds to the massage oil kind of thing. Yes. Yes. Because traditional candle wax will be liquid and it will burn and dry on your skin and it makes a mess. It can make a mess. So, um, my, that's while you still had the blindfold on, I lit the candle And then I introduced it a little bit and it was so funny 
I just love, cause I know the sensation. I know the way that it feels when it's just like all of a sudden you're not <laughs> expecting it and you get this like hot liquid on you and you like, don't know yeah. if more is coming <sighs> and how hot it's actually going to be. And then like your whole body like convulsed and then you were like in sensation and in pleasure. And, um, so you at least knew it was there. And then I gave her the candle and before I pulled your blindfold off or moved your blindfold. I, I instructed her to just drip it down your chest and down your torso. And so she went to drip that down your body. And as she dripped it down your body, I removed the blindfold and I kissed you. I put my hands on your face and I kissed you. So it was just, and it was not just a kiss. It was like full on make out, full on make out, (laughs) but it was just like, I kind of interrupted even. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it just was super hot to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was super hot to me as well. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you could see. Mm-hmm. And we were massaging you all over the place. And then eventually, she asked permission if she could touch your... Cock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, which was super sweet. And she kneeled like around you and then eventually got in the middle of your legs. And I moved more towards your face and your head and was kissing you and rubbing your neck and r- massaging your head and just giving you all the love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, once again, getting to that place, it's like, okay, cool. Now we're at like the thing. Uh, and I was so safe and warmed up by that point. It's funny. We, we were joked a little bit at going into it. So the day before we had had sex twice and I had ejaculated both times, which is not a super common thing to have sex twice in a day is already not super common, come but then both to times. come both times. Usually if it's the first time I won't and the second time I will. And so then it's like the next day going into this, I had a little, not like strong, but definitely a little insecurity around, am I going to be able to come? What if I don't? Is that like, that might be kind of embarrassing or weird, you know? And don't want her to think she's not doing a good job and all that. But she said ahead of time, she did. She was like, no pressure, no pressure to do this. It's all about pleasure and sensation Mm -hmm. and all that. So that was a part of it that was also really beautiful. And um, she was so slow and yeah, it was like a proper cock worship experience. Yeah. Like we talk about, and you've done episodes and posts about it and I've experienced it from you. Yeah. Tell them, tell them more of that. I really like that. Tell, tell our people who are listening and are mm-hmm. probably not turned on at all. Not how could you be by the retelling, retelling of the story? Mm-hmm. What were the things that she did that were so stand out? Yeah. Because some people might take those things and yeah. go deliver. Um, so one was the slow logistical core thing is lots of lubrication. So it's just things move easy. There's not like friction. There's she so. used um BT dub. She used a silicone based lube, mm-hmm. which is the most viscous mm-hmm. lube. It's not um I'm I can't remember. I'm pre- I know that it's not particularly friendly lube with toys, mm-hmm. and I think some condoms might also be a bit of a risk at breaking with certain kinds of silicone lubricant. So just, you know, it's a great lube. It's especially great for anal and all that. It's just, it stays for a long time. So it's yeah. a little bit messy. Yeah. But so yeah, logistically that was important. So using that and not the massage oil. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just pointing that the sex educator in me is like, totally. I want to, I want to point that out that mm. when we moved to that area of his body, we, we used body safe, high quality, organic, mm. all the things, all the buzzwords, right? Even though silicone's not organic, but you get the, you get the point, like as high quality as you can. Being mindful of those things is super right, important. Right. You don't yeah. use massage oil in or around genitals. Ideally not. C- certain ones could be okay, but you'd be best off to just not yeah. even go yeah. there. Um, and then she, when she asked permission, if she could touch my cock, she was very slow and light with the touches. Uh, so just was continuing to build slowly over the course of this better part of a couple hours experience. And she was using like her fingertips and was massaging around, would tickle, would, was doing very light strokes that weren't even like, weren't full hands, but she was using both hands and it was a lot, it's very similar to what you do when we have these experiences. There's just um, so much more stimulation. hundred percent. Because simultaneously, yes, before going in and then simultaneously you are doing all these other things, both in my genitalia area, as well as just like all over my body. So it's four hands. It was just, oh, mm-hmm. was like, whoa, because I could, there was just so much sensation. Mm-hmm. And so for quite a while, she was like warming the area up in this way and doing these things. And she would, and then she eventually got more into stroking and using both hands and just being very, uh, varying the touches, but also keeping consistency. And, and then when there was about 20 minutes left, it started to be more consistent with, with stroking. And I got more involved Yes, because you beforehand had told me Mm -hmm. like you're, in your mind, you hadn't had this done before, but in your mm-hmm. mind, there was a particular setup, like with your body and mm-hmm. the hands and all that, that you thought would really send you over the edge. And yeah. at some point I mentioned that and I said that out loud to her Yes, which and, is so I, great. and you could hear it and you were like, Ooh. <laughs> and so then there I was, she had her stroke and then mm-hmm. I was just stroking the inside of your groins. And I knew the, the, the pressure and the lightness that you Mm-hmm. we're okay with as far as your testicles being touched yep. because like those can be really sensitive for you. Totally. And so I was there and I also like, I've watched you in a sexual context enough times. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you touch yourself, I can see what you're doing with your other hand uh-huh. and I like, no. So I'm like, okay, well he puts his other hand over here. So I'm going to put my hand there. Yeah. And so I just knew that I was just going to do, I was just going to massage all around the area and just keep the blood flow and mm-hmm. the, the, uh, sensation localized. But you just started breathing, breathing it. Cause you know how to circulate the energy. Mm rather circulate, you know how to draw the energy with your breath Mm -hmm. so that there's not so much intensity and sensation in your genitals. You know how to bring it up your spine to kind of disperse it throughout my body. It's all the more pleasurable. And with all of that buildup very much physically, as well as energetically, I, for the better part of, I mean, it continued to build, but for a few minutes I was in palpable low level orgasm before I actually officially climaxed. And when you made that shift, that was when it shifted into, okay, we're getting close. We're getting to that point. And that last like five to 10 minutes was I had my legs up a little bit. So like my knees were bent. Mm -hmm. And so that my like 
the behind of my of my legs was exposed as well as underneath my balls the, mm-hmm. the taint gooch area um perennium perennium I'm my little boy is coming out. I, I almost feel like I'm not supposed to be talking about this. <laughs> I am getting a little nervous. I You're guess. getting shy, and a little bit, a little bit. Uh-huh. And so you were tickling and rubbing all around, and it just those sensitive parts were exposed mm-hmm. and being just loved on. You were very vulnerable. It's very vulnerable but for you sure. Were very safe. Yeah. And then it's so nice to know that wow, this is I'm fully exposed. Mm-hmm. And I'm safe mm-hmm. to be in, in the pleasure and all that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Something that she did that I think both of us really enjoyed was, um, she said, okay, well, where are you at about right now? And yes, you said five uh, uh, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being climax, mm-hmm. where would you say you are right now? And you said a five and she said, great. Well, I'm looking to keep you for the next X amount of time. Oh, that was so good. Between a five and an eight. Yeah. And you were just like, oh. Because then you surrender into yes. I'm between a five and an eight. There's yes. we're not building to me coming. Yes. So there was no pressure. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, well, we're in our last few minutes, and so we're gonna go over eight. And it's like, if you want to mm-hmm. come, amazing. And if not, then just be in your pleasure. Oh, it's so good. Just <laughs> the experience. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I have a hard on right now. You're so silly. I know. But I mean, if, yeah, we're retelling a story sure. that you were in. So of course, like. Probably everybody hearing this is, is turned on. And we have not, we haven't told a story like this Yeah, in this way, mm-hmm. like in detail. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah, those last, she gave a 20 minute and a 10 minute warning. <laughs> and in the 20 minute around that time is when she said, she asked me where I was, said around five or six minutes. Great. Want to keep you between like a five and an eight for a while. And then at the 10 minutes, she asked me where I was. And I said, I was like, I think I said I was oscillating between like seven and eight. She's like, perfect. I want to keep you between seven and nine. And if, when you feel ready, feel free to, and if you don't come, that's totally okay too. Just like you described. And eventually it, I was just there. I was at that eight, nine, and I knew I could kind of at any moment. Uh, It's that fun in between, especially it's one thing when I'm having sex because I have complete control over it. I'm dictating more or less when I'm going to stroke, slowing down the intensity, the depth. Mm -hmm. But when I don't have any part in it, so to speak, then it's, I don't have nearly as much control. I do certainly, but just it's different. Um, I'm not predicting or those kind of things. Uh, and so, yeah, those last several minutes being between the eight and the nine, and I was like, oh, I'm almost going to go. And then I'm not. It was just, I was edging, you know, I was mm-hmm. being in a sense forced into edging until eventually I was like, all right, I can go any second. And part of me, well, I probably could have eked it out for a little while longer, but it was just perfect. Yeah. And, yeah. And I climbed so last time you were starting to feel a little self-conscious because you, you were in that space for so long and you yeah. thought we wanted you to do this thing. And yep. it was like, no, I want you to stay there as long as possible. <sighs> and again, back to the vulnerability and self-conscious thing, it's, I'm making all kinds of noises and I just like, can't even fucking help it. <laughs> Nor did I want to. Jordan body's is the more contorting in vocal some of the two of us. <laughs> in uh-huh. sex. Yeah. It was amazing. It was. At one point I, sh- I straddled and was basically hovering my butt. And oh, my that's right. I forgot about that too. I had over expressed that face. I wanted that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And then mm-hmm. you came mm-hmm. and then it was like, 
we just wanted to hold the space basically for you to mm. be in it in the after yeah. as well. And then she so sweetly was like, going to clean you up. Mm. And then, and then it was like, clean you up when you're ready. And then it was, okay, I'm going to go wash my hands. And then, um, if you're open if to you're it, open to it, some snuggling. Yeah. And so then it was, you know, she went and washed her hands. I laid next to you. You were just like, oh my God. And then she came back in and just, I was on one side, she was on the other side. And then we went into, you know, when it was appropriate and like mm-hmm. the kind of come down had happened. Then we did a, a really quick debrief mm-hmm. and she was, and she basically asked what was the best, what stands out to you? Mm-hmm. And then what was the, the best experience? What was the best part of that? Yeah. And then she asked me mm-hmm. and then we asked her. Yeah. And then we got to express gratitude and tell her thank you and that it was the best case scenario for us and what it means to to us and our relationship that she said yes um, to having the experience with us. And then she said, you know, her, her reflection back to us, which felt really good that she, she felt our love and felt our commitment to each other and that we felt good and clean and right and all of that. And then she, um, she basically, when she got up, I had told you, I'm like, you know, she, cause you had massage oil all over you. And I, and I said, okay, you know, when she was going to make her motion to leave, I laid there for another moment and I just kissed you and loved you and said, I'm going to wash you now. I'm going to put you in the shower now. And so then put you in the shower and then washed your whole body. Um, we actually did have sex in the bathroom after she left for a we little did. while. We did. We did. I don't know how you had it in you. <sighs> no idea. I don't know how, how you had it in you. You but... glazed over something that I just want to come back to. Oh, I did? Yes. Oh. She said we were the best she ever had. You're so that ridiculous. we were special. <laughs> no, she and did. she's never told anyone that. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. She didn't not say that. <laughs> it's not true. That's true. She complimented us. Okay, great. That's, this is how Jordan, This is how I'm choosing to remember this, this story. Jordan moves it was my the experience. World. How dare you take it from me? <laughs> anyway, then You bathed yeah. me. We had yeah. sex. Well, it was great. Bathed you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we didn't stay in the we hotel that no, night. We had, we had the dogs. Back to yeah. And uh, that felt good. We wanted to get into the next day. It was a Sunday night going yeah. into Monday and yeah. I'm still riding the high of it. Yeah. It's yeah. been about a week. Yeah. Five days. A little less than a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the point of this recording. And, um, and we wanted to share this experience to our listeners, to our community so that they could hopefully be inspired, maybe get a little turned on and have fun with the retelling of the story and hopefully get curious, maybe release some judgments Mm -hmm. also about what sex work is and what it can be and what it can provide for people and how it can be leveraged and ways to think about it, approach it, all of that. Um, And so I know some people are going to reach out to me and be like, how do I find a person that does this? I want to deliver this to my partner or have some kind of experience. And I don't really know the best ways because this type of work is technically illegal. Illegal. Yeah. (laughs) So really sexological body work, sexology, tantric massage, certain types of body work or like tantric body work. I would say you can either Google it or DuckDuckGo rather than Google, um, or even look on Instagram, the city or town that's nearest you, and then look for Tantra or look for, uh, body work, something like that. Sex, sex, I can't, 
I've lost sexology? it. Could be sexology. A tantra body work would be typically the phrase you'd probably, if you connected with someone who had that, they could probably point you in the right direction if you're excited and wanting to explore. We have um, like lingam massage or yoni massage um, are probably what you're, you'd be looking for as well as far yeah. as language goes and mm-hmm. what to ask for. Mm-hmm. And um, fet life, if, it, if that's not, you know, you don't get anywhere with now our other dog is between our legs trying to get us to pay attention to him. <laughs> so um, you could also try possibly looking on fet life under events and then just seeing what kind of events are happening that are people that would consider themselves to be a part of sex positive community and they might have references. Yeah. So you might not find who you're looking for directly, but you might find someone who knows the person by other means and other angles. So I just want to throw that out there that I don't have, there's not like one answer. No. Um, you could also make trips you know, a quick weekend getaway to Austin or New York or LA experience Mm -hmm. and just go somewhere and have this thing set up. Um, yeah. And so Mm -hmm. that's, we wanted to deliver something juicy for y'all for our 100th episode. Mm -hmm. Next up the devil's threesome with Lex, except not so silly. That would be, that would be, that would be a great conversation to have with them because people probably do listen to this and go, Oh, well she got another female for you. What about, would you do the same for her? Yeah. And it isn't an apples to apples kind of thing. That's not, yeah, there's way more stuff to work through Mm -hmm. for some people. Yeah. We are in that group of people. Yes. Um, so, but it is a desire. It was the first fantasy I think I shared with Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and by the way, for people night. who are not understanding what we're talking about, that's two men. <laughs> that's, I don't think I had ever heard that phrase until relatively recently. One of our Devil's friends, threesome. one of our friends sat him into a double threesome <laughs> and we were like, what? And I was like, male, male, female. <laughs> so good. Uh, so. But yeah, we briefly talked about it last night and I'm definitely open to the conversation and the actual experience of me and another man delivering something similar to you where there's no penetration, but a yoni massage and honoring all that kind of stuff. Uh, Again, like I said, it's not an apples to apples comparison, but that feels just edgy enough to where I can imagine it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to be continued. Yes. Our sexcapades to be continued. (laughs) All right. Anything else that we want to share with them before we say ta-ta for now? No, this has been great. Mm-hmm. You're <laughs> going to try and enroll me in some sexy time after this, aren't you? Uh, fuck yeah. We're going to be <laughs> gone from each other all weekend. We just had this conversation. It feels very appropriate. My lady is going to sheepdog training tonight and this whole weekend. If y'all don't know what that is, check it out. Tim Kennedy. It's like tactical response training with guns, grappling, and it's a women's only experience. A couple of our other friends are going. My chick's going to get even more badass. Yeah. I'm like, as you're starting to talk about this, I'm like, why are you now an unofficial plug for sheepdog? Their tag is be hard to kill. It's great. Yeah. Cool. I'm so nervous. Anyway. Yeah. And I'm going to a bachelor party. Yeah. Which some people have probably never heard of that. I never had before a couple of years ago. It's any excuse in our community to do unique things around ritual and honoring people. A dad chiller is dad chiller. someone who's about to become a dad. Yep. And so they go throw a party. Yep. Anyway. Great. All right. Love y'all. Goodbye. Our loves. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. 
If you loved it, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you extra, extra loved it, make sure to leave a five-star review. I'll see y'all next week.